Welcome to the Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing podcast, where we explore the hottest topics in cyber marketing, interview experts, and help you become a better cybersecurity marketer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing. I'm your host, Gianna Whitfer. I'm here with my amazing co-host, Maria Velasquez. We are so excited today to have on a very special guest. We have Deidre Frith. She is the Director of Marketing at Realtime IT in Dothan, Alabama. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So Deidre, we reached out because we saw a very funny commercial that your company did on LinkedIn. And before we get started, so the whole audience and listenership can understand what the heck we're talking about, we're going to play it right now. What? I can't get anybody checked in or out. My computer's so slow, it won't do anything. Hey, I can fix that for you. I'm not just a copier guy. Whoa, 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 heel. Whoa, buddy. You don't take your pooch to the podiatrist for a paw problem. Why would you trust your computer systems to the copier guy? Don't worry, Dr. Duke. We'll have you up and running in no time. Ah! Hey. That is just so hilarious and cute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Let's get into it. Tell us about the ideation of this. Let's let's hear the story. Sure. So basically about two years ago, I was trying to come up with a new campaign for our area. And I know Gianna, you and I have talked about this before. So basically, you have to appeal to people's funny or their fearful side of business. And more times than not, people in IT like to kind of speak to the fearful side because that's when people make a move. But in my nature, I'm more prone to the funny. So I was like, well, what can we do to really relay to our potential clientele what we do? And so I came up with the campaign, Keep an IT Expert in Your Pocket, because the idea is whatever your issue is, wherever you are, we're your IT company and and we're going to be with you every step of the way. And it's kind of like your cell phone. You always have it in your pocket or your purse and we're the same way. So then it was, okay, how can we make this something people want to watch? So I basically turned the concept into an influencer campaign and I used our current clients that are well-known within the community to really get that message across. So we have a lot of great clients and they were more than happy to get on board. We started it a couple years ago. I think one, two, three, four, five. We're around our sixth. That was around our sixth commercial. So it was a lot of fun doing it at CARE. We put, my kids are in it, their school friends, my neighbor is in it. We are like, who can we find who has animals that will come in, you know, in the middle of a work day? You know, we kind of had to shut the lobby down. But so that's the basic concept. And honestly, it's been very successful. I won a Addy Award for it last year in in our thank you in our in our local area and we've just had a lot of great success with it. Deidre, tell us about your team. What does your team look like? 
on the marketing side. <laughs> this is what we look like. It's literally just me. I've been in marketing over 15 years and kind of in this area of the country, you kind of have to be a one-stop shop is what I've always said. So I'm the creative I'm the social media manager, I'm the graphic designer, I'm the PR person. So literally this whole campaign is from the work of these hands. So it keeps me busy, but it's a lot of fun. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, the the guy in the pocket, he is our director of IT operations. <laughs> and people in the area know him as well, too. You know, he's been with the company. I've been with the company a little over six years, and he's been there longer than myself. So, you know, people know him and trust him. So the idea, it was good to use somebody that people could recognize as well. Makes sense. Yeah. That's great. I, I know Dothan is probably what, it's like 50,000 people? It's about 100,000. I was like way off. <laughs> well, that's okay. It feels like 50 some days. It really does. We're in the bottom corner of Alabama. We're literally 30 minutes from Florida and Georgia. So if you've ever driven down through to go to say Panama City Beach, you've you've been through Dothan. It's a metropolis. There's a lot of farming communities that make the number go up. So it feels a lot bigger than just about a hundred, but we service people down on the Florida Panhandle into Georgia. Honestly, we have clients, we have some rather large clients who have locations through Chicago and out on the West Coast. So we do more than just kind of this little area. So it's it's a pretty neat company. Can you tell us a little bit about the results of the campaign? I mean, since it was a media campaign, I assume it's it's harder to track. Can you tell us about how you track the results and what the results were? That's the thing. How do you track your ROI on TV and billboard and things of that nature. So basically what I do each month is I do actually each week I, I do Facebook figures for a leadership meeting. Um, you know, we reach between 20 and 30,000 each month with our Facebook campaigns that tie into this. So Facebook gets a lot of great exposure. And in those campaigns, I mix it up between the commercials and stagnant posts and different things that just all tie into it. So we get 20 to 30 views on Facebook. Billboard, you know, you can track how many times it's shown. So we track that. That's harder to figure into, you know, your return. And then on TV, it's even the hardest. We we do run them on a local cable channel that goes to many different types of households. But honestly... The way we track it is word of mouth. We get so many people saying, gosh, y'all are just everywhere. Every time I turn around, I see Brian in that pocket. <laughs> and that is your biggest sell right there is when they walk up to your boss, the CEO, or some one of the other owners of the company, and they're like, man, y'all must be spending a fortune <laughs> on marketing. You're everywhere I go. But really, it is word of mouth. That particular commercial, we have a ending on the other ones that has our chief security officer doing kind of a tagline. That one did not have it because it ran just a smidge long. But people will come up to him and say, hey, I saw you in the commercial. 
or those billboards are everywhere. And you know, it's just strategy of where you place them every month and how you mix them up. So people think you're spending millions every month, but you're really not. You're just strategically placing them in different locations. That's amazing. And since you have a PR background, this is fun because it kind of combines like optics, right? People think you're bigger than you are. You're more successful than you are. Not that you're not successful, but you know, it's a big look. It's a, wow, they're everywhere. All these other companies are using them and it's combining earned because if you make something interesting that people want to talk about, then you might get picked up in the news for your funny commercial or you'll get picked up on local blogs or local press and people will just be talking to each other and you don't have to pay for that. You don't have to pay for that people to people sharing of your commercial because they just think it's funny on its own. Yeah. And when you put them in it, people are like, hey, I'm going to be in real time's next commercial. And so they do a lot of the legwork for you. So you don't have to spend a ton. I mean, it's just really great. And the other way we track how successful it is, is, you know, we don't have a salesperson on our team. We've tried it in many mixes, but we literally don't have anybody that goes out and cold calls. People come to us because they're familiar with the name. They see people that do business with us and they trust those people. So our company has just grown leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. And, you know, obviously that's attributed to the people that work at our company, but it's also contributed to the campaign where people recognize it and go, I should call real time. I don't know why, you know, it gets in their head. I don't know why I need to call real time, but that's who I need to call, you know. Because you need an IT person or a security person in your pocket. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I feel like a lot of much bigger companies doing business globally could learn a lot from this campaign because I think it can very well be applied and replicated into a much more global setting. That word of mouth is definitely magical. It can it can work wonders. Yes, absolutely. To tie it back to like a CPG, like everyone remember the early, what's that body spray? The like, I Axe. hate body spray. No, the other one. Allspice or something? Oh, okay. Or maybe it was Axe. It, and it was like a guy and he was like on a horse and the tagline was like, I'm on a horse, right? Like It's the Old Spice. Yeah, yeah. Old Spice. Not Allspice. You put Allspice in cooking. All right. So <laughs> like... That virability of humor instead of fear, which is like what you said, Deidre, like everyone defaults to fear for small businesses and business owners who aren't, you know, enterprise level. Everyone defaults to like ransomware, like, and you guys, you guys defaulted to funny and it like had amazing benefits. It's really good. Like we're getting ready to kind of plan out our next commercial. We try to do two to three new clients a year. That's kind of the goal. You know, we thought about mixing it up and changing it, but it's kind of like, why would we do that when people love it so much and it's working so well? So Exactly. And that way it maybe even relieves you of some stress and headache because if you're doing the same thing over and over, at least you have a process in place. Right, exactly. And I think that's what works with being kind of a one-person shop is once you do all the legwork, you're right. You just kind of repeat the process like, okay, how do we need to mix it up now? Yeah. And it helps with brand affinity because now your brand is associated with that series of commercials that all have a common theme. That reminds me of like, Geico does a good job of that, right? They have 
kind of like similar theme across all their commercials. Of course, there's different storylines, but it's all one 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 theme. It all has a gecko in it. <laughs> yeah, and it has a gecko. Yeah. So, Deidre, you know, along with IT, and we sh- we happen to show an IT commercial on this episode, and we'll probably we'll link to the other commercials in the show notes. Is there anything you've done from a cyber campaign perspective that you think? is interesting that you'd like to share. I know we talked on the scoping call about cyber awareness. What is your experience with cybersecurity in particular? Sure. So this last year, and I'm not sure what it's like in other areas of the country, but I feel pretty confident that everybody's just ramping up on, okay, cyber is this huge issue. So what we did here is Myself and our CISO, we kind of brainstormed like, okay, what should we do differently? Because we don't want to take away from the regular MSP side. What should we do for the security side? So what I came up with is we built, we kind of built its own line of marketing. So we built our own website for cybersecurity. Of course, they link together. But if you're Googling cybersecurity Dothan or Wiregrass, you're going to find a complete site to our cybersecurity information. So we built a website. And then the other interesting thing that we implemented in the beginning of the year was, okay, so we're encouraging our clients to do, you know, in-house training, you know, how to spot phishing and smishing and all these other things. But it's like, well, what about putting it in their faces? What's something else we can do? And so I decided that each quarter... First, I was like, each month. And then I was like, no, that's crazy. (laughs) What are you thinking? Each quarter, I create these posters that our clients can hang at their break room or if they have a lot of waiting areas for their clients, they can hang them there. But they're basically cyber secure posters. And I can go grab one in a second if you want to see one. But basically, they say things like, have you locked your computer since you walked away? And they'll have a big graphic. Just really simple thoughts that they can keep in front of their employees. So each quarter, I mail four posters to each client with like a little note. And we have a little cyber sticker that we put on all of them so that when they get their tube, they recognize the sticker as well. And it's like a little, we make jokes. We have a guy in our IT department who literally every day wears a black hoodie because he's cold. And But he's funny, so he'll wear the hoodie part on and he'll just sit at his computer like this. And so we all joke that the sticker is, his name is John. We'll just say his name. We'll just joke that it's John in this sticker because that is what he looks like. He's not a hacker, but... If you know anybody in IT, this is what these guys look like. Let's be honest. They're they're so much fun. So we mail these posters quarterly to our clients. And at first, the first round, I was like, I don't really know if anybody's using them. I haven't heard anything. I would tell our field services, when you go on site, would you just let me know if you see them? And then in our e-newsletter, I would send, hey, if you need more posters, let me know. Because that at least would give me a way to know that they're either getting him or that we miss somebody. And sure enough, so after the first newsletter, I have one or two people say, I don't think I got them. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we send them some. And then after the second shipment, you know, we have people say, well, these three locations in like Montana, like these other locations, they didn't get them. 
will you start sending them? So I was like, yes. <laughs> and and then our field services guy was like, they're every he about two weeks ago. He's like, everywhere I go, I see them. And I was like, yay. So, you know, that is just another way to add a benefit to your clients. Like you're like literally handing them, here's the information you need to make your business more secure. And it's this easy. Just hang it up, you know. And it's not costing them. We're not charging them for this. It's just like an added service. And so not only do they get holistic, you know, managed services on the IT side, they literally have this company that cares so much about their cybersecurity that we've created a whole department and we're going to send you free stuff. So it's worked out really well. I was actually joking the last time we were doing our shipment with one of the ladies that helps me at the office stuff and roll. That I was like, man, I hope nobody likes these things because, you know, my hands are hurting. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we don't have to do this next year. And then, like, literally within a couple days, I was like, oh, it's working. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's successful. Now we're going to keep doing it. But just something as simple as providing the information that your clients need in an easy, tangible way was just a great solution. Easy and fun too. I mean, it's very creative. I could see these being in bathroom stalls, right? <laughs> it's like exactly. that in your reading, <laughs> best practices in cybersecurity. <laughs> Why attend Cyber Marketing Con 2023 in downtown Austin, Texas this year from December 10th through 13th? Well, there's going to be keynotes, panels, and workshops from real marketers working in the cybersecurity industry right now. From companies like Recorded Future, Google, Eureka Cyber, NetSpy, and plenty more. Plus, we'll have the best connections and networking of your career. Get your ticket before the pricing goes up on October 1st. Check out more about the conference at cybersecuritymarketingsociety.com backslash conference 2023. Can't wait to see you there. And that's another win for untrackable media too, right? Because a poster, there's no tracking on a poster. There's no way to know that anyone's read it. You don't get an impression count. You don't get cost per click on posters, right? So you're doing all this untrackable media in a, in a very diversified mix of billboards and local TV commercials and Facebook you could track, sure. But word of mouth and then posters at various locations. And you might not ever know that these are working until you start to see an uptick in business. One of the funniest things we had happen last week is I sent a newsletter with our CSIO's newest security blog. And that's all it was. It was a very simple. And he was like, I really think this just needs to go out. And I was like, okay, great. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, what can I put in the subject line to get them to open this email? You know, like we all do. And I was like, I'm going to mix it up and I'm going to insert their name. And it's going to say, because I had to do with social security numbers. And I'm going to say, Gianna, has your social security number been stolen? And that was my tagline. And I was like, oh, that's good. It should get some opens. Let me just tell you that we knew the moment that it started hitting inboxes because our service desk (laughs) got bombarded with calls from our clients saying, I think I've been fished. I think you've been fished. Somebody's been fished because I got this email about my social security number. And At that moment, like, the service desk was not very happy with me, obviously. And they called, and they were like, did you send this? I was like, oh, yeah. And they're like, well, everybody's panicking. And I was like, oh, 
this is great news because it means that they're aware of a phishing email and what to look for. And so Todd, our CSIO, and I were talking about it. He's like, it's great. It's probably the best thing we could have done to see if our clients were paying attention. So I couldn't have come up with that. Like, I don't know. I was like, it turned out to be a very good measure of whether or not our efforts to inform our clients was working. That's amazing. The education in action, responding to what you're saying and being suspicious, which is what you want your clients to do is be suspicious of emails. Don't click on that invoice. Don't click on links. Don't reply to some sort of fake prince who wants to give you a million Bitcoin. Um, (laughs) So that's, that's great. Last question, I think, before we get to our game. So Deidre, like this untrackable media, back in the beginning of the campaign, a couple of years ago, when you sort of had this idea, got together with your non-marketing team members, because you're the only marketer, (laughs) and pitched this or ideated on this or talked about this, did you have any pushback that you had to contend with? How did you sell the benefit of this? Because in our experience, there's a lot of, right now, there's a lot of budget constraints on a lot of marketers at cybersecurity services and products companies who are struggling with trying to get things through the budget review cycle that are not necessarily just cost per lead or lead gen. This was brand awareness. This was influencer. This was all sorts of things. I know it was a previous time, but how did those conversations go? How did you sell? Okay. So I'm pretty fortunate. The company I work with, we have a leadership team of seven CEO, president, chief information, myself, marketing, our accountant, head of IT operations. And I say he's our local handshaker, baby kisser. (laughs) We have somebody who's director of client relations per se. He just makes sure that they're getting the service they need. Anyway, so it's the seven of us. And we meet on a weekly basis and then we have these quarterly meetings. And so what I did was I just came to the team and said, okay, guys, so I've got this idea. And usually I work directly for the CEO. So she and I would usually meet ahead and say, what do you think of this idea? And she's like, yeah, bring it to the team. So brought it to the team and just said, I got this great idea. I think it'd be really cute and quirky. What if we put somebody in a pocket? You know, maybe it's Brian. Maybe we can stick Brian in the pocket. He's our head of IT operations. And then we use our clients and we make this campaign. And and then I just kind of pitched the idea and everybody loved it. They were like, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. I'm pretty fortunate. You know, they give me a lot of, I like to say they give me a lot of rope to do what I need. So if it doesn't work, it's my fault. And if it's great, then okay, you did great. <laughs> you know, you earn that trust over several years, right? It's not just overnight. So They all love the idea. We agreed upon using Brian in the pocket because of longevity, which is important in a company Mm -hmm. with the way turnover is. And so we wanted to make sure we used somebody that we did not think was going to go anywhere at the drop of a hat. So when doing something like this, you want to consider that because, you know, we have a lot of people that want to be in the commercial, but do you want to put out somebody that's been there less than a year and might not be there in two years. I mean, you got to consider the longevity of the people that you work with. So we knew Brian wasn't going to go anywhere, we hope. 
don't go anywhere, Brian. And then we use clients that we had great relationships with and, and things of that nature. As far as cost goes, you know, the biggest cost was probably filming the commercial. Like I said, I've been in the marketing for over 15 years in this area. So I had this great relationship with that area videographer that does just great work. And he, I want to say he gave us a deal, you know, three commercials a year for this great price. You know, it wasn't cheap, but you know what I mean? It's it's great when you can establish those working relationships. I didn't get any pushback. Pretty much what we did at that point was start brainstorming together about who should be in the commercials, what clients would be a good fit, who might be willing to do it, what kind of impact would we have. Brian and I, our IT operations guy, you know, we would meet and say, okay, well, what are the topics we want to cover? Because you know, I've worked in IT, but I'm not the day-to-day. So I do want to have that input from the rest of the team. So he and I would meet and discuss, okay, let's see, we should do one on fishing. We should do one on business continuity. And then who do we pair them up with? Well, let's do business continuity with one of our attorneys, because what if they have to go to court and something fails? Let's do the fishing scam with one of our Larger retail businesses, you know, what if one of their employees clicked a fish and the whole, you know, they brought the whole business down. So, you know, one really unique aspect, and I don't know if I told you this, Gianna, but one of our clients, his wife was a Top Chef winner. Well, Maria's making a crazy face because she's the the cook of the two hosts. <laughs> okay. And I so, love Top Chef. I love that show. So I think, I want to say it's, I'm probably going to get it wrong, season 18 maybe, but Kelsey Barner-Clark, beautiful blonde lady from the South who won. She is from here. That is his wife. Her restaurant, KBC, was my favorite place to eat lunch before she even got famous. But she was actually willing to be in the commercial with her husband, and we filmed in her kitchen, and we did a work-from-home commercial, like, Devers, what's it like working from home in my office? Because the kitchen is her office. And so they were both very gracious to allow us to do that. And it is on our YouTube channel, so you can definitely view that. But when you look around your town, people might go, oh, Joe's in Alabama. She's not going to know anything, and there's nothing happens in Alabama. But if you look within your communities, there's so many amazing people and so many amazing things. And it's just been a really fun campaign to kind of like, you know, really get the community involved in it. So Amazing. I think, Maria, do you want to move to our game? Yes. Let's, let's play the game. Is this going to be a hard game? I don't know that I knew there was a game. <laughs> no, it's an easy game. It's no. a fun game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Deidre, every episode, Gianna and I try to guess what our guest would actually be doing today from a career perspective if they weren't working in marketing, IT marketing, cybersecurity marketing. Mm. So, we look in our eight ball and we say, Deidre, we think you would be doing this if you weren't working in marketing today. I usually win this year so far. Gianna usually loses. It gets pretty, it gets pretty competitive. <laughs> she's not wrong though, is the thing. Like I made a face, but she's not wrong. I've been on a losing streak for all of 2023. <laughs> oh no. All right, Marie, you want to go first, Miss Winner? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I feel like you have this community thing to you. I think you easily bring people together. Gosh, either, 
I want to say school teacher, but I also want to say like a community initiative leader. It could be, it could be uh, from the church all the way to you know local community help. If it has to do with like food or I don't know career services, something, something in that route. Okay, Maria. That was too broad because I was going to say like head of a nonprofit, which is not fair. Maria, because you said <laughs> you could be a school teacher or like a community leader, which is like mayor, like nonprofit, like so that's not fair. So now I have to change my answer. Yeah. I think you could have a successful retail store chain. Ooh. Of your choosing. I'm gonna make it broad too. Of your choosing. So I don't know what it would be, clothing or electronics or like farm stuff or like whatever but a successful retail chain funny neither one of us chose movie director because i mean that's kind of like what she what we're talking about all the amazing commercials that's too close i think that's too close (laughs) too close to what she already does okay fine so dj which one of us is as close as possible to what you would be doing Okay, so I think this is the first time Gianna's going to win this year. <gasps> yes! Because I love everything I do. I love marketing. I love the community connecting. You know, I'm an artist also. You know, I think you have to be a little artsy to be a one-stop, right? And I think pretty much everybody in marketing has got creativity just buzzing from their skulls but you know I actually have a little line of like greeting cards and wrapping paper that I design like as like of like as my outlet <laughs> you know we all have like that side thing we do to like relieve stress and so I would love to have like a series of <laughs> I, would, I love that vision Gianna to have my own uh, retail empire one day but I do I design greeting cards and wrapping paper for fun so that's pretty funny that's so cool yeah but I will tell you, Maria, you're not far off because I spent five years at an art museum running their community uh-huh. <laughs> relations and creating programming and connecting the community. And I worked a lot with the city government and things of that nature. So I feel like I've kind of you've kind of looked into my past and saw that part of, I guess, my personality. That's so. awesome. I looked into your past and Gianna looked into your future. Here we, we go. And that's our episode for today, everyone. <laughs> yes, yes. And I will mail you guys, I will mail you some stuff for fun. You will? Oh my Absolutely. god. Absolutely. So Deidre, thank you so much for being on our, our show. Tell us how people can reach out to you and if they, you know, if they want to chat about marketing slash what we talked about in the episode, but also if they want to chat about design and greeting cards and wrapping paper, tell us about your store too. So if you want to email me, how about this? I'll just give you my Gmail. And then if you want to talk work or fun, it's fine. If you want to talk commercials, I don't mind. But it's my, so it's Deidre, D-E-I-D-R-E, middle initial P, as in Paul, and then last name Frith, F-R-I-T-H, at gmail.com. So Deidre P. Frith at gmail.com. And, I mean, what woman doesn't love to talk about herself? So in her idea. So, so email me. I would love to chat. You, you know, find me on LinkedIn. Let's connect. That's how Gianna and I really connected. What is success story for LinkedIn? Like Gianna, I think you need to get some free press from LinkedIn 
for this whole connection uh-huh. right here. Absolutely. Yes. So so we'll we'll post and tag them and see if they can get you some stuff. But let's connect. Everybody would love to talk and chat. And if I can help anybody, I'd love to. Your store, though, your wrapping paper. How do people find that? Okay. So my store is called Hey Y'all Wraps. <laughs> Very Southern. The whole idea is it's Southern-inspired greeting cards and paper, just kind of celebrating the wonderful life in the South. I graduated from the University of Alabama. I sound like a cliche. I didn't. I wasn't even actually born in the United States. So, <laughs> but I have lived in the South since I was fourteen. But it's heyallraps.com. H-E-Y-Y-A-L-L-W-R-A-P-S.com. And, you know, you can find me on Etsy as well and on social media. But but that's my little, that's my little side hustle. But, you know, I just, you know, I feel like my final statement is I feel like you have to love what you do and the people you work with. And that's what's so important. And the reason that I've been so successful at real time is because I work with this great team that gives me the space to create and to run with crazy ideas. And I, and I think that's what it comes down to. So if you're in a place where you're like, gosh, she gets to do what she wants, find the folks that believe in your ideas and what you do. And it'll, it'll really change your day to day. What a lovely testament to the awesome culture at real time. And we'll make sure to include all of those links that you just mentioned, including to Hey Y'all Raps in the show notes for anyone who's listening. Maria, you want to take us away? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We had so much fun getting to know you and hearing your story. I think a lot of other marketers will definitely be inspired after hearing today's episode. For our listeners, as you know, there's a new episode that drops every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe and hit the alert button so you can be alerted when it drops. Don't forget to give us five, six, seven stars. Tell your friends and colleagues and neighbors about this podcast. And thanks for being a loyal listener. We'll see you next time.